My favorite hero is Barry Allen, a.k.a. The Flash, the fastest man alive, so he's the man. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf, ah, nerd. from the TV screens and movie scenes, from collecting your favorite pop toys They're figurines Where cosplay is your freedom of expression Where cartoons and anime are your absolute obsession If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection You can find this and more in the comic section Welcome ladies and gentlemen to another issue of the comic section Issue number eight, I am Jason alongside my co-host. Lil CEO. Lil CEO, what's happening? Nothing much, man. Just kicking it, having a good time. Just kicking it, chilling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's good, man. Weather's been up and down a little bit here in uh, South Carolina. I'm wearing a short shirt. Look at me. I know. The other day, man, we had to bundle up, man. It was like 20 degrees outside. I can't deal with it. And now it's like <laughs> 75, man. We out here at the beach barbecuing and all. That's how it is, man. It's so up and down. And uh, yeah, man, I've been doing good, you know, getting a lot of love. Shout out to all of our listeners as always. Shout out to all our new listeners from all around the country and all around the world, man. Shout out to Turkey. Shout out to Mexico who always be holding us down, man. Shout out to Norway, New Zealand, uh, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, uh, ooh, France, Canada. We got a good bit, man. UK, you know, we doing it out here, man. So shout out to all of you guys for tuning in and listening and subscribing and uh, giving us those great five-star reviews. We appreciate that. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it, guys. We got some Oscar news to talk about. And the Oscar for Best Picture is presented to... The Black Panther has been the protector of Wakanda for generations. Now it is time to show the outside world who we are. And the the Oscar goes to... When do I know I'm Spider-Man? Wait, so how many of us are there? That's right, Lil CO, Black Panther, seven Oscar nominations, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, nominated for Best Animated Film. What's your thoughts? What? What? Um, good. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my thoughts. Good. They had it coming. They deserve it. Um, and it's so amazing to see like superhero movies getting nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, usually superhero movies kind of get the snub because uh, everyone thinks they're family movies. Yeah. They're not very de- in, you know, deep or insightful or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like if any of them really had more to them than a superhero story, it was Black Panther. Yeah. You know, they had a lot you mm-hmm. know, they had friendship, loyalty, you know, right. it was just a political intrigue. I mean, it was amazing. It was. And, you know, it was interesting, man, because they're nominated for best picture, which they totally deserve. It is a perfect, a perfect superhero movie. Well, some people would argue that a but, lot. There's there's backlash to this and, and they'd be wrong. But OK, yeah, there's backlash <laughs> to this because, you know, a lot of people love, let's say, for instance, The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Right. I love The Dark Knight. Even though you know how I feel about Batman, right. you know, but I love that movie. And that movie, you know, it was nominated, but it didn't. It was never Best Picture nominated. It was like you know, actor. well, it didn't deserve it. I'm sorry. Oh, really? <laughs> it was good. Okay, but it wasn't that good. Mm. Um, I feel like to be nominated for Best Picture, you need to like kind of check all the boxes. Okay. And although it was a very 
well done Batman movie in my uh-huh. opinion. Yeah. It just didn't get everything. Ooh. Um, you know, you have to be well rounded to kind of get an award like that. But hey, sorry, that's just me. That's just you. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, that's what's up because online I've seen some of the comments, unfortunately, and there's yeah. people who are super upset that Black Panther's the superhero movie that gets that best picture nomination. But you know what? Hey, I don't feel bad for them. I really don't. At all. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay, happy. man. You know what? This is some first world problems I know we're Seriously. talking about. Seriously. But people are making just, people are just upset. Nah, Dark Knight and all these other movies. But hey, come on. You know, hey, check this out, though. With this making that Best Picture nomination, if it wins or not wins, it's opening the door. Right. For, for, for more, more to come superhero through. Superhero movies. And, and honestly, I mean, they should just be happy any superhero movie got nominated this much. Right. Um, because I think I think the Dark Knight trilogy was nominated for what, uh, like six? I believe so. I think so. Black Panther won, beat it out by like one. Right. Um, but yeah, like you should just be happy mm-hmm. that like a superhero movie is being taken that seriously to begin with, much yeah. less one that, you know, no one kind of was rooting for except right. for all of us minorities. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, I mean, it was... It, it was an underdog. It mm-hmm. came out. It killed it. It right. got a billion dollars. Exactly. Like, y'all should be proud. It should be. But they whatever. should be. But mm-hmm. hey, you know what? We'll see. But guess what? For all of the haters out there, you ain't going to find that here. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. shout out to Black Panther because y'all know how I feel about Chichala. Okay? <laughs> Don't get it twisted. And also, man, shout out to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse Best Animated Film nomination. That's incredible. Love it. The movie itself, I mean, to me, do I feel like it was warranted? Absolutely, man. That was, to me, that might have been the most accurate comic book turned to movie thing I've ever seen. I agree. Because it's like it literally looks like it was just jumped from the pages and you're watching it as, you know, as you sit and you're like, wow. I mean, from the the inks, the, the, you know, the speech bubbles, all of that encompassing this awesome film. Love it. So shout outs to that. I'm just super excited. And hey, are they going to win? I hope they win. I I honestly think that that Spider-Man deserves to win. Um, I think it's like unprecedented for Mm -hmm. like such a movie to be even nominated because usually Disney takes that award home every time. That's true. And nobody even like comes close to Disney films like Frozen, stuff like that. Right. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think they deserve it. I think it totally should win, but we will see, as always, because Disney's got that pull. It's got that power. Mm. Um, But I really do think it was better than, I think Incredibles was nominated. Um, Wreck-It Ralph 2 was nominated. I really think it's the best one. There we go. that's just me. We'll see. We'll (laughs) see what's up. We'll see what happens, man. So definitely be on the lookout. Oscars. Yeah, man. Shout out to Black Panther and Spider-Man. And uh, now let's uh, speaking in. We're going to keep it into the comics realm. Uh, Some news regarding one of comics greats is retiring. (laughs) Yeah. George Perez retiring from comics. Your thoughts, Theo? I'm freaking devastated. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I've mentioned this before on the show, so I won't get like too into it. But okay. the, the Teen Titans are one of the reasons why I got into comics to mm, begin with. OK. Um, the Teen Titans animated show kind of opened the door for me. And then I was like, oh, man, there's comics. Right. And I started reading the new Teen Titans and the Teen Titans before that. Mm-hmm. And then every iteration that kind of existed afterwards. Yeah. Um, and George Prez is kind of. Like one of the big reasons besides Marf Wolfman, mm-hmm. why the Teen Titans was so successful and why it's such a big part of our pop culture or our comic book pop culture now yeah. 
today. Right. Um, he he was the artist and he created the, the iconic looks for characters like Starfire, mm-hmm. Raven, Beast Boy, Cyborg. Um, you know, Robin already kind of had his look for like ever and ever before that. So right. he like shaped the idea of what we think of when we think of the new Teen Titans now. Mm-hmm. Um, so for him to kind of be retiring from that business is like heartbreaking for yeah. me. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was, I mean, he was a phenomenal talent. He worked at DC and he worked at Marvel. He actually worked on the Avengers mm-hmm. and then he was working on Wonder Woman. Um, again, when you think of the big fluffy haired, like Wonder Woman, that's, right. that's George, George Perez's influence. Yeah. He was an amazing artist or he still is an amazing artist. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's a huge loss for him to be retiring. I mean, I understand why he's got a lot of health problems and he's getting older. Right. Um, and he's been, he's been on the, the, the con circuit up until this point, like every year, just every time. So <laughs> we're okay. lucky we even had him as long as we did, but yeah, wow. it's, it's a huge loss and I'm, I'm devastated. I got, I'm not going to lie. Oh man. Um, well, well, speaking of, you just mentioned him, you know, writing and, you know, drawing for wonder woman. We got this awesome clip where he actually explains how he got into ooh. creating and writing for wonder woman. So let's go ahead and check that out real quick. I asked, if you gave me enough time so I could develop the beginning, would you want me to take over on, on doing Wonder Woman? That was all I had to ask. Because I was coming off the Teen Titans and Crisis. I was at the height of my popularity and my marketability. So to a volunteer to take over of all books, Wonder Woman, when I could have had my pick of anything, um, I had that was all the salesmanship I needed. There you go. <laughs> He's just the coolest guy. He's the coolest man. Uh, I actually had the pleasure of meeting him. Really? Yes. At the South Carolina Comic Con oh, in wow. Greenville. Um, he drew me a classic old school picture of Raven with the star earrings and the widow's peak. Oh, you got to hold on to that. Oh yeah. I'm going to, that's a, that's in my private collection. Uh, um, but yeah, he was just so genuinely sweet and like yeah. you could tell very passionate and excited and like enthusiastic about talking to fans mm-hmm. and like he even got up and gave me a hug like unsolicited and oh, wow. he kissed me on the top of my head and told me to keep trucking and doing what I do. That's so I thought up. that was really sweet. That is awesome. But yeah, he's, he's like He's everything you want a creator to be. So that's cool, man. Well, hey, man, shout outs to George Perez, man. I'm, and I'm sure he's probably maybe oversee some things. Maybe you think you think um, he would probably. I mean, he might. Yeah. I, I think all he's really good. He said or when he put out his statement, he kind of said the only thing he's going to be doing now is uh, he's going to be going to conventions. OK. I think he said like five major ones every year. Oh, cool. Um, but he won't be doing commissions anymore, which is sad. Uh, um, he'll kind of just be doing like headshots and like pre-made ones and kind of yeah. selling them at the show. So, that's cool. OK. Which is, you know, whatever. He, he, he earned that. He earned he his earned retirement. That. He could do whatever. Like, seriously. It, yeah. He, he was out there. I mean, he literally did a variant for Thanos, I think Legacy, um, okay. like six months ago. Like he is still trucking. Still doing. So. There we go, man. Shout out to George <laughs> Perez, guys. All right. Let's get into some Image Comics news. Looks like uh, Reborn is getting reborn into a live <laughs> adaptation on Netflix. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Sandra Bullock, <laughs> she's going to be in it. She's going to be doing the thing. I saw that. That was really cool. Um, I'm not like super surprised. Okay. I mean, this is awesome. I'm very happy. And again, another independent comic mm-hmm. coming to the silver screen, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but Mark Millar recently, I'm sorry, Mark Millar is one of the co-creators of Reborn with mm-hmm. Greg Capullo. Right. So Mark Millar is the writer that brought us stuff like Jackass and Hit Girl and stuff like that. Um, he actually signed an exclusive deal with Netflix, uh, I I think it was 
eight months ago, maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so Netflix like owns all of his properties now. Oh. So he has a new comic out called The Magic Order, uh, Prodigy, and those two are going to be made into a Netflix original series too. So, awesome. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm not like super surprised, but I'm excited. That's awesome. Reborn's yeah. coming to the big screen. Uh, Reborn was actually really popular. It was a cute little... It was a cool comic. It's very fantasy oriented, action packed. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of reminds me almost of like a D and D style kind of um, aesthetic, if that ah, makes sense. But gosh. yeah, it's exciting to see that coming to Netflix. Netflix knows what they're doing, so I trust them. They doing their thing, man. <laughs> and they got Sandra Bullock to be in it. I know that's so crazy. I mean, fresh off the Bird Box, people outside, <laughs> you know, blindfolded, acting like they can't see where they going and stuff, man. And she's a huge talent, so that's she is. that's definitely impressive to me that they got her for that. That is awesome, man. So yeah, definitely be on the lookout, man. I'm excited. All of this, man. Netflix, right there. Click on it, even though they raised their price a little bit. You heard about that, right? Yeah, I'm a little no. bitter about that. A little bitter. A little, <laughs> little salty out here. You know what I'm saying? And uh, also, Deadpool 3. Woo! What's happening? Uh, Ryan Reynolds confirmed it's happening for sure. I mean, it's, I mean, I, I figured as much yeah. like, that would be foolish of Disney to get rid of all that money. Right. Even if they don't like rated R stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ryan Reynolds confirmed that there's going to be a Deadpool three. And, um, I think actually he confirmed that it's not going to be so Deadpool focused. I okay. Mean, obviously he'll still be in it, but not right. so much on him. Huh. Which now I'm let's, okay let's, okay. Let's speculate on this real quick. Okay. So, uh, Deadpool 3 is happening. We knew it was going to happen. Disney, they're smart. You know, they're not about to let that big money machine just go down the drain and just forget about it. So do you think this new direction that Ryan Reynolds is saying, do you think it's going to be more family friendly? Because the reason why I say that, and I know the answer. I, I No, I don't believe so. I'm sure. I'm pretty positive that Disney's like, they're smart enough to be like, nah, man, we're going to keep it our, we might not put our Disney logo in front of it i mean they have several other studios i mean disney's made rated r movies before they just have different banners like touchstone uh, a couple of other studios that they've done that people may not even realize was disney so they were able to you know do the rated r thing so i'm thinking they're going to do that or if disney is really smart my suggestion is that they keep fox they just keep the name fox studios but like you know walt disney company but it'll be like another, you know, a smaller studio in their big, the house of mouse, if mm-hmm. you know, if you want to say so. I mean, I could definitely see that. Um, yeah. I think it would be foolish to get rid of the rated R. I mean, it's obviously appealing and people like it and it's successful. Right. Um. But yeah, probably, probably keep it in a different production company. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, I will see. I think. I think that would be foolish. Yeah. But well, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Right. Um, but I'm really hoping I'm I mean, I know we heard news that X Force has been I mean, it's pretty much canceled. Pretty much done, yeah, yeah. That's not happening. Unless they right. start production on X Force the movie in the next two months, like Right. Yeah. Um, so we're hearing rumors that maybe this Deadpool three will be a little more since he's saying it's not so much solo uh-huh. kinda themed uh that maybe they will throw x-force in that instead and hey i'm here for it i mean they had they had cable last time they had domino last time they just need a few more characters to make x-force happen yeah um and i mean i feel like when they kind of touched on it in the second movie it it definitely worked obviously even though they immediately kind of killed right right that was hilarious i love it love (laughs) it especially you know the vanisher you know brad pitt you yeah, know what I'm saying? Getting hilarious. all shocked up and everything. Yeah, like man. Great um, Easter egg. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited, but at the same time, little 
nervous. Hesitant, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. But I yeah, it's, I trust him, man. Ryan Reynolds, I think he wouldn't sign on or he wouldn't continue doing so. I'm sure he sat and talked with the Disney people and they're like, hey, all right, cool. This is how we're going to do it. And that's the only way I, I'm like, okay, cool. I, I think I have he's good. like full... What's the word? I have full respect, and uh, I feel like Ryan Reynolds can do- totally deliver. Right. Um, it's just going to come down to whether or not Disney allows him to do what he needs to do. Yeah. And I'm hoping. I mean, they're smart. They've they've been very successful for there the past ten years. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that they let him do what he needs to do. Um, you know, but I, I know that they're very mindful about their brand, the right. Disney brand. Yeah. Um, but since it's technically, you know, it's always got Marvel at the front. Hopefully, they don't. Right. You know, let that phase them too much. There so we go. we'll see. All right. We'll see, man. Deadpool 3 in the works. I'm excited. I'm going to be there day one whenever that happens, guys. Yeah, boy. Yeah. But I like to think that you guys have really rubbed off on me. I like to think that I've rubbed off around you, too. A lot. And for the first time in a long while, I like me. I accept your apology. I never apologized. I was talking to your heart. All right, CEO, let's get into that coming soon preview section of the comic section. And let's go ahead and get into that new Shazam teaser trailer. Check it out. Danny Batson, I choose you. Say my name so my powers will become yours. Shazam! A lair. Yes. If you have a location, like on a cliff, like a castle-esque type thing. Overlooking some water. Overlooking some water, splashing on rocks and stuff, then we will take that. Your thoughts, little CO? Um, <laughs> I'm super excited. Yeah. I- I'm so excited to see a, a a light, funny, comedic, just wholesome movie coming out from DC. I'm really excited to watch yeah. it. <laughs> I'm, yo, I'm super excited, man. The whole secret lair. You know, that's a good point, man. Secret lairs. You need that. You do? <laughs> yeah. You're not a secret lair fan? Like think, as a kid? I think secret lairs are stupid. Are you serious <laughs> right now? Are we already getting into a hot take right I know, now? I'm sorry. What's your beef with the secret lair? I just, I think they're stupid. Like, Why? you know, like, you need a place they're to... not so secret. Like, they're just they not. Are. They are, man. Yeah, you know what? Because <sighs> remember how Batman used to knock out people or give them something? And then they just wake up and they're in the Batcave. That was kind of cool. Yeah, everybody knew where the Batcave was. It was so stupid. <laughs> really? Red Hood, Joker, uh, uh, the Riddler. Well, I mean, the uh, secret Penguin. got out. Obviously, somebody snitched <laughs> and the secret got out. But, you know, secret layers was cool, man. You, you want to have a place where you could just go and you have your own secret area where you're just you're trying to figure out crimes and stuff i think that in your mind it's a cool idea but on paper like on paper is a cool idea but in actual in actual functionality it doesn't it doesn't work really stupid i'm sorry i mean come on i mean i get it you know it's hard to find a contractor to go out there and be like hey bro i need a secret lair can you put a blueprint together you know what i'm saying don't tell nobody you know I don't know, man. I think Secret Layers is kind of cool. But anyway, I think this trailer is kind of (laughs) cool. I'm excited. Shazam. Yeah, like you were saying, it's a light take. I think it's a good way to, you know, because you're going from Aquaman, which was epic and scale. Mm -hmm. And I just love that feel. And now they're going to this tone where, you know, a kid who gets the power of Shazam, the power of the, you know, mythical gods all into one and he gets this big larger than life figure so from a kid's perspective it would look like that in my 
you know, ideology, I'm thinking like, yeah, if I'm a kid and I can be as big and strong as Superman, the tone of it has to kind of have that. Match that, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, I mean, I think I think that that's one of the key things that DC's always missed with their movies mm-hmm. is, uh, like, Marvel did such a fantastic job. Each yeah. individual character's movies had its own signature vibe. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, the political thriller that would happen with Captain America, you know, mm-hmm. the action, mm-hmm. the, the, <laughs> the partying for Tony Stark and stuff yeah. like that, you know, right. Um, it had that frat boy vibe. Like yeah. everyone has their own distinct thing. So I'm, I'm really hoping that like Aquaman had his own vibe in his movie, you know, mm-hmm. it was very fantastical. It was regal. It was stunning. Right. You know, and then Shazam's more of an everyman. He's a, he's an average Joe, but he's kind of an underdog. Right. Um, who's been given an edge. So yeah, definitely the comedic vibe is perfect. So I'm, I'm very excited. It seems like they're finally finding their stride. They're finally letting these directors be creative and I'm do the excited. job they're supposed yes. to do, you Preach. know, instead of putting them in a box. So there you go. I am super excited, man. Shazam. Can't wait. Definitely going to be there. Seal's going to be there. We're going to be doing it up, man. And um, <laughs> another news. Uh, one of your favorite people. Oh, my God. Uh, Mr. Rob Liefeld. <laughs> Creates the new X-Men character. I think I believe we talked about this yeah, in the last issue. Uh, so we were wondering who this character is. Could it be Cyclops? Because for the longest time, I thought it was like a different version of Cyclops. Mm-hmm. But we were wrong. I was wrong. Looks like the new X-Men character, Major X. Well, you might not be wrong. Because oh, Ma- Major X, his character, I'm sorry, his ident- or their identity, because we don't even know their gender yet. Mm-hmm. Um, their identity is a secret for now until the comic comes out. Oh, so a lot of people are hypothesizing that it's Cyclops under there because mm. I don't know if you know what's going on in Uncanny X Men right now. Uh, spoiler alert: you might want to skip ahead okay. <laughs> if right. you're reading the comics. Okay. Um, but all of the X Men were just murdered by Legion slash uh, what's his name, Jesus or something. Anyway, uh, everyone's dead except Cyclops in the comics, so maybe it's future Cyclops. Uh, maybe it's one from the past. I don't know. They're crazy and weird. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's created this brand new character. It's going to be its own um, ongoing series. It's going to be a bi-monthly comic, which okay. is so weird, Yeah. but not unusual for Rob Liefeld because he just works so slow. Mm. <laughs> Who said that? Anyway, uh, this comic, uh, Major X, will be coming out in April, so definitely check out your local comic book store if you want to see what's uh, going on in the world of X-Men, but... Uh, for now, all we know is Major X is from a different dimension. They are from the existence, existence. Yeah, ah, yeah. I like existence. how you did that. I like how you did that. Okay, all right, all right. So well. we don't know why he's coming here. All we know is he's gonna beat up Wolverine and Storm and stuff like that. So man, he's trying to take out the team, uh-huh. man. We can't allow that. No, no, no. Professor X, where you at, man? We might have to call Magneto in here, man. All right. Well, hey, I guess we have to wait and see because I don't believe they have a date for any. Uh, it'll just they? it'll be out in April, April. Um, okay. as far as I know. But yeah, I mean, even then, we we might not know who this person is for another couple of issues. Mm, that's a good tease. We have to find out. It could be could be Cyclops, man. I don't know. I'm thinking in my head right now who it all could be. But after you said that, yeah, it might still be Cyclops. So I might be right. Okay, all right. Well, we have to wait and see, guys. I'm super excited. Again, like Lil Seal said, definitely hit up your local comic book store and get those comics, man. Shout out to Soundwave Comics, always treats us so well. Shout outs to y'all, and uh, we have to wait and see, guys. Tune in. I'd say like my favorite superhero is Ash Ketchum, just because he's determined, and I've always been a Pokemon fan. Nostalgia. 
All right, little CEO, it is time. One of my favorite parts of the <laughs> podcast is our review section. And um, you just got finished watching Punisher Season 1. Yep, yep. I just got finished watching Punisher Season 2. You lucky dog. That's right. That <laughs> is right. Your thoughts on Season 1 since you just finished it. Man, uh, I know we talked about this earlier, but you said you were going to uh, just binge it and just watch the whole dang thing. Yep. Um, I usually I like to try to watch the the season beforehand to kind of get back into. I watch a lot of TV, so I, I have to like get it back into my mind to remember what, everything that happens. Right. Yeah. That plot is a little convoluted, but it is. Um, so much conspiracy. I love it. Yeah. Um, but you know, I just got done watching it actually last night, and I have to say, I I still forget mm-hmm. how good it was. Like it was mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. I enjoyed enjoyed every moment of it but yeah uh frank castle's characterization on that show is so fantastic yeah. i'm sorry he the, whoever the writers are and uh-huh. then the, the actor is just doing a fantastic job yeah man um what's his name brent bernthal yeah john bernthal, john bernthal. yeah um Man, he is so sassy. Like they, they nail obviously. I don't think it's hard to kind of nail the the violence, the action, the stunt right. work. Yeah, you could do um, that. I feel like any actor can kind of they can get in there and do right. that. But the attitude, like it's that he, nuance, that grimace, is yeah. just fantastic. Uh, the, the sass. He's literally he's tied to a chair, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You hit like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't. Yeah. I just you can't deal with him. Yeah, so fantastic. Hey. Um, but yeah, it, it, I, I love the micro character. I'm really sad we won't see micro again in season two uh maybe we'll get him for a cameo but i will miss him in the storyline because he was just he was a perfect um counter character to to frank mm-hmm. like he just put him in his place he wasn't scared he knew that frank could kill him right in a heartbeat but yeah. he still put him in his but place. i'm saying you know micro and punisher man like they you know they were the team even in the comics they were a team for a good bit yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I mean, I like that too. And I, I, I would love for Micro to be around, but you it, don't want Punisher with that that sidekick. You don't want. Well, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't think Punisher needs a sidekick. Not at all. No, I'm, um, I'm just. I'm just asking. He, he definitely likes. He's a lone wolf, and he likes to operate alone. Right. Um yeah. But I just. I feel like Micro deserves <laughs> to be with his family. <laughs> so you love Micro. Let him. I do. I really like his character. Awesome. He was just so sad and pitiful. Yeah, he was. He but was. he would do any. He even though he knew he was pitiful and he couldn't do anything, mm-hmm. he was like, "I'm going to do the most I can," which okay. was recording that stuff. You know, encrypting those files, doing yeah. like, getting. Frank to where he needed to be. So, right, yeah. Um, but he listen, he deserves to be with his family. Let him be with his family. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But, oh, man, I'm so excited to see Billy Russo's character with uh, Jigsaw. I want to see what he's going to do with that mm. that villain namesake, at least. Right. Because we know him as a regular Joe, just a regular guy, you know, who just likes the ladies and the money and the hot cars. You so know what I'm saying? We'll see how he, how he embodies the Jigsaw persona. What was your thoughts since you just finished it? Obviously, that last <laughs> episode where... Frank Castle just went in at the carnival. That last, yeah. Uh, where where he turned Billy Russo into Jigsaw eventually. Like he your thoughts on that? Because that that was kind of hard to watch. I I mean I liked that scene. Yeah. But I feel like there could have been more, if that makes sense. Oh, you wanted um, more grimace? You wanted more violence and well, blood? Not even that. Like I, I, I hated that Billy grabbed those two kids. I just thought okay, that, that yeah. was a little distracting. Okay. Um I feel you. I would have liked to see them more like the two just the two of them just going at it um yeah and then okay. having like that conversation where they're talking about their past and stuff or yeah. why billy betrayed him okay um but yeah yeah it was awesome that was awesome how he was just ooh that part where he slams 
uh, Billy's face into the glass That's the and part then I'm drags talking about. it and down. Dragged it down. That scream that yeah. Billy did. I mean, yeah. he deserves an award just no, for that. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> it sounded genuinely brutal, brutal and yeah. painful. Like, he it's did man. so good. Oh, man. But yeah. Okay, so two thumbs up from CO <laughs> from Punisher Season 1. My review of Punisher Season 2. Oh my goodness. If you love Season 1, you are going to love Season 2. I loved it from the jump. You know, it was a good... You know, it was a good carry on from the first season to this one. So you don't you're not necessarily going to be lost at all. Um, even if you didn't finish season one, it's good that you did. But as someone who kind of was just starting to watch it, they wouldn't be too lost. Um, there are some cameos from people that you've seen from other Marvel Netflix shows. So for those of you who haven't seen it yet, I won't spoil it. I will say, though, it is great. I love the dynamic between Frank Castle and the new characters that you're going to be seeing. Uh, there's a great relationship between him and a young girl that he has to protect. And uh, it's uh, it's really good. It's you know, it kind of just goes up and down. As far as their relationship goes, which is great because Frank Castle, you know, he's not the most sensitive guy in the world. No, he is not easy to be friends with at all. I mean, even Micro, I feel like who we all saw got really close to them. Yeah. Or close to him uh, was like, you know, telling him to swear at him at the end of the season. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Yo, all I'm going to say is, you know, Frank. Oh, he's just as aggressive as always, if not turned up a little bit more. But yeah, you're going to see some returning characters that we know and may love or like a little bit, you know. So uh, I will say if I had to rate it, I don't like. Well, if I had to rate it, this one is just as good as the first season, but it's just turned up more. So it's not a decline. It's more of an incline. So, okay. which is always a great thing. Uh, we kind of spoke briefly about, you know, new relationships, romantic connections, oh boy. give or take, you know, <laughs> somebody take Frank Castle's heart. Who knows? All I'm going to say is if you haven't seen it, check it out. Okay. You'll love it. And here's hoping that Netflix, Marvel, I mean, we kind of, we kind of feel like it might not, you know, Season three. That it might get canceled. It might get just canceled. Get, just say it. <laughs> I know. I don't want to say it. I've been trying to hold back from it. But hey, either way, this is a great way to go out. I'll say that. Okay. I'll say that. So, yes, go watch The Punisher. I binged it really quick. Even though, no, honestly, I, I stopped at five episodes and I gave it a break. And then I just went through the rest. So it is awesome. Two thumbs up. Go check out Marvel's punisher you won't regret it guys frank castle sound That's it. <laughs> he grunts like so much he grunts. <laughs> people are gonna die i cannot let that happen all right let me be what i'm meant to be i'm not asking for permission i'm gonna end it All right, little CEO, it's time for you to let the people know about the new comic books that's coming in the stores. What's hot out here in these comic book streets? Yeah, wait. Um, so what's going on with new comics? Uh, so this new comic day, comic book day, which was last Wednesday, uh, we had a few titles come out that were brand new number ones. We had Guardians of the Galaxy, number one, from Ooh. Marvel Comics. All right. Um, now, this Guardians of the Galaxy will see a new team lineup because if you haven't read 
the Infinity War um, storyline that just happened with Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, not to be confused with the original Infinity War, because this is a new Infinity War for this timeline, of course. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's some major players died. I won't spoil it for you, but a few of the, the Guardian characters did die. Hold on. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. You're not going to mess with my heart like that. Okay. All right. I, I, I'm going to do what you say. <laughs> I'm going to go check out that comic. And uh, yeah, go ahead and keep going. I'm just saying... Don't break my heart right now, okay? My heart's already sensitive enough. But uh, yeah, you keep going. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It's 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 being written by Donny Cates. Donny Cates has been doing amazing things. He is an uh, uh, up and up and coming writer, so definitely want to pick it up. Okay. Uh, uh, what is the word? Space stories are his wheelhouse, so mm. definitely want to get Guardians of the Galaxy. Awesome. Um, also new this week is Naomi number one from DC Comics. Okay. Um, from actually Brian Michael Bendis, the co-creator of Miles Morales. Ah. Um, so Naomi is a new character. She lives in a rural town where Superman ends up having a throwdown fight with one of his villains. Hmm. Um, And as a result, she starts to investigate the appearances and the possible origins of superheroes in her town Uh that may kind of tie back into her own origin because she was adopted and she doesn't know where she came from. Oh, okay. Um, so this is one of the big new mysteries for DC Comics. Um, okay. Bendis is like a big deal. He was a big writer for Marvel for a really long time. Right, yeah. Um, so now he's at DC and he's he's kicking things up. He okay. might be uh, changing some world dynamics. We, we'll uh, see. But definitely right. want to pick up Naomi number one if you want to get onto that storyline. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, also new this week from Indie Comics, actually, something notable. Yay! All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, is Blossom 666. If you guys remember earlier, yeah, that was Blossoms. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Now, I'm showing my age. So for all of our listeners out here, she's not talking about, you know, the 90s sitcom Blossom. Y'all, y'all know what that is. I'm sure they do. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. Just in case, no, no, no. just in case they think, you know, Blossom done turn evil, but that's not that same Blossom, but go ahead. <laughs> oh no, baby. I'm talking about the Blossom twins from Riverdale. Mm. Um, if you guys remember when we talked about the chilling adventures of Sabrina, the yeah. TV show on Netflix, that's right. um, these, this storyline is actually from the same universe, the Archie horror imprint. Okay. Um, so you saw stuff like zombies and, um, Archie afterlife. You saw werewolves and the Jughead storyline. We saw vampires with vampire, vampire, Veronica. <laughs> so now we have Blossom 666. Apparently right. one of the Blossom twins is the Antichrist. We don't know which one, but apparently both want to be it. Whoa. So they are tearing Riverdale up and leaving a Armageddon in their wake. <laughs> so let me get this straight. So you got two twins. Yep. One is the Antichrist. Yes. Don't know which one is the Antichrist, and they both want to be the Antichrist. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going on a mission, just tearing stuff up yeah. in order to prove to be the Antichrist? Yes. <laughs> wow. That's a, wow, that's a mouthful. Yeah, and yeah. there's and this is a really cool one because this is one thing I like about indie, indie comics. But they had like five or six different variant covers mm-hmm. available, um, all cover price, which is awesome. Okay, unlike Marvel, I'm looking at you, Marvel, with your fifty dollar variants. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> anyway, but it's a really cool. If you like the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, if you like the Riverdale TV show mm-hmm. that's um, happening right now, definitely okay. you want to pick up this book. It is dark, it's twisted, and it's definitely for adults. Ah, okay, <laughs> I'm glad you said that because just in case. Case, you oh, know, yeah. people don't want to get it for their kids. No. <laughs> now, since uh, and since you said that it kind of 
is in that same universe. Do you believe that they might go that angle on like the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina or Riverdale show? Um, I'm not sure. I think Riverdale is a little more steeped. Now, I haven't watched the new season, so don't quote me on this. But okay. it's, it's a little more steeped in the in the realistic modern version of Archie as opposed mm. to the afterlife stuff, which okay. was more like in the wheelhouse of Sabrina. It's got, got magic. It. It's got mystery. Okay. Um, you know, like I said, there was like werewolves and vampires and right, you know, yeah. zombies. So yeah. it'd be cool. I mean, that one's a little more... Um, that one could be the most realistic one you could kind of run with. They could make mm-hmm. make it a cult maybe instead of the Antichrist. You know? Oh, okay. All right. Um, so that, you know, you don't actually have some serious religious like yeah, <laughs> nah, yeah. no, like themes on the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it, it, they could definitely draw it in. Okay. It, it would really work with the Cheryl Blossom character on Riverdale because she is twisted. Wow. <laughs> well, there you go, man. We got three awesome comics to go pick up. Guardians of the Galaxy number one, Naomi number one and blossom six 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 wow yeah that blossom one i'm a little nervous about i'm a little i'm a little afraid of of that oh that's already in my sub bag so oh, it is okay all right <laughs> i'm excited okay you got to let me know about it because uh, i'm a little nervous talking about it you know what i'm saying but either way definitely go check that out go to your local comic book store and get that support your local comic book stores anywhere you're at in the world in the city in the country make sure you guys do that because i'm super excited guardians of the galaxy number one naomi number one blossom six 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 my favorite villain is probably bane uh, because he broke batman's back and that's amazing but also because he's a genius and is the only person who could be on the same level as bruce wayne and i always love that about the storyline all right so check this out lucio uh, we actually have a question from one of our listeners who uh, approached me the other day, and uh, he wanted to know, what hero slash villain would you like to see on screen that hasn't been seen yet in a live adaptation sort of way? Hmm. So, you know, I'm, I asked him, too. I was like, well, could have been like on a cartoon. Have you seen, you know, maybe can that work? Someone that was on a cartoon series or something. It's like, yeah, any anything like that so a character hero villain that you've never seen live so hmm. who do you think who do you have um that is a really good question uh man because there's just so much that comics can touch on right now um I'm, i mean i'm one of my default answers for almost every comic book question is Hawkwoman. okay um because <laughs> I'm a bad person. She's my favorite character. Um, but particularly like Hawkwoman, not Hawkgirl. Um, I want to see the alien Hawkwoman from Thanagar. I want to see the police officer. I want to see the organic wings in the helmet. Word. Okay. <laughs> but that's just me. All right. All right. <laughs> that's my default answer. But okay. if, if I got to dig a little bit deeper, um, some characters I actually would really like to see is uh, Mr. Miracle and Big Barda, if you've heard of those two. They're they're a romantic couple, but mm. they're heroes, too. Um, so, Mr. Miracle. <laughs> don't worry, darling. They don't call me Mr. Miracle for nothing. I like the name. <laughs> Love the name. And I believe he was on, like, he was on, like, Justice League, right? Or was Yeah, well, I think they made appearances, yeah, on, like, Justice League Anim- uh, like Unlimited, Unlimited, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah and, and actually, Little Barda was on the Teen Titans show mm. um, when they had, like, Titans West and East and stuff like that. Awesome. But, yeah, I'd love to see, the especially that world kind of be developed. I think that could be, actually, I think, actually, I think there are rumors that they're going to do a Mr. Miracle movie. Ah. Uh. Um, 
anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Big Barda is one of my comic book crushes because I'm shameless. <laughs> I like a big, strong lady who looks like she could bench press me. When I said drop in any time, this isn't quite what I pictured. Hello, Barda. Diana, you didn't leave like an invisible plane in the driveway, right? But one of my like fan castings, I want Oscar Isaac to be... Uh, I want Oscar Isaac to be Mr. Miracle and then somebody like Gina Rodriguez, uh, Gina um, Torres, I think, uh, to be Big Barda. Okay. But I just think that'd be a really interesting live action movie. But mm. um, I have weird taste. That's all good. <laughs> I like that. But this, what about you? Well, mine would be the question. DC, uh, I believe he was actually, I believe he was on Just League Unlimited as well. <laughs> Is the future immutable? Can destiny be changed? Will they allow it? Yep, him and also Dr. Fate. Why is it Naboo taking off the helmet? Because the Earth needs Dr. Fate. I will not release this body. Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate, That is such a classic character. He's such a a C-list character. Nobody uses him for anything. Him and Dead Man and stuff like that. Yeah, man. I just like the dynamic of Dr. Fate. I mean, obviously, you know. He's got such a cool costume, He does, man. His costume, I love it. I love the mystery, the powers that he has. Because isn't isn't he like, uh, he basically is like a god, right? Or like a mythical figure. And he just takes the form of someone. So whenever they put that helmet on, they turn into Dr. Fate. I think. Oh, I don't remember anymore. I'm pretty sure it is. But I remember there was a lot of controversy over, you know, like online they have, uh, was it's like a death battle on YouTube where they square off like certain characters. And one of the big things was Dr. Fate versus Dr. Strange. Oh, Lord. Right? (laughs) And they probably Dr. Fate, right? Yeah, Dr. Fate won. Dr. Fate won the battle. But it was close. Because Dr. Strange is just a man. Exactly. And that's what one of the uh, the people who created the video was saying. Like, that's how Dr. Fate won, because he's basically like a mythical god mm-hmm. that took over, you know, a human so they can have all the powers where Dr. Strange, you know, he's just he's just a guy trying to learn this, you know. Right. And he gets. I mean, he's very good at it. He is. I mean, he becomes Sorcerer Supreme, I think. Um, right. In, even in the comics. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, I just I think he would. I'm sorry. Dr. Fate. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I <laughs> yeah. agree with that. Even though I'm more of a Dr. Strange guy, I, I love Dr. Yeah. Fate. Like, I absolutely. I'm not mad at Dr. Fate winning at all just because of all of those powers that he has. And a lot of people don't really know about him, you know, so same thing with Doctor Strange. I would love to see a Doctor Fate movie, but I think it would be too it tied be too with Doctor Strange. Yeah. So everybody'd yeah. be like, "Ooh, they're stealing the thing." Right? Whatever. Yeah. Um, I would love to see the question though. The question is dope. Um, no face. He's just, yes. but he knows everything. It's like he's such a detective. Honestly, he might be a better detective than Batman. Well, do you remember when they made that the Spirit movie back in the day? Yeah. Like I could totally see a question movie mm-hmm. like in that same in that aesthetic. same vein. Yeah. I would love that. Big shout out to my friend uh, Flash Photography Cosplay who did the question. Oh really? Um, he he ha- he has a question cosplay. It's so awesome. He almost died like wearing that. I would <laughs> that think face mask that covers your that features. covers everything. <laughs> yeah. Could he breathe? Um, yeah, I think I think he said he could, but it was really hard. He mm. had to end up taking it off and only putting it on for pictures. So. I can imagine, man. Uh, shout out to my buddy Rigel on uh, having the the stones to wear. Yeah, a costume shout out like to that. you, bro, because I know <laughs> I couldn't do that. But yeah, I would love to see a movie like about yeah. him at least. That's definitely I could have seen Doctor Fate crossing over if they'd done that live action Justice League Dark movie yeah. that Guillermo del Toro was rumored to be working right, on. Right? Yeah. Um, 
So, but hey, I guess we'll never get that. So mm, whatever. That's tough. That's <laughs> tough. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, definitely love it, man. Hawk Woman, Mr. Miracle, Big Barda, mm. The Question, Dr. Fate. Let's make that happen. Studios, if you stumble upon this podcast or all of our listeners out there, tell them, yo, hey, the comic section, we want these <laughs> movies, all right? And send them over so they can check out this awesome podcast that we all love to do and that you love to listen, all right? So, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see it happen one <laughs> so, day. So, uh, is this going to be a new a segment that we're going to do? I think Fan so, questions? man. Fan questions, man. So, I yeah, definitely send us your questions. You can send it to us on all our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also on our email, comic section podcast at gmail.com. That's how you can get at us for your question. My favorite villains tend to be anti heroes, sort of like Venom, who, and Dr. Doom, another one who at some point were good guys and kind of went astray. And throughout their history, you can kind of find their humanity in them. And you kind of love to hate them in some way. All right, CO. <laughs> it is time for the hot takes, the section of the comic section podcast that a lot of people get a little heated about. <laughs> All right. It's our unpopular opinion about certain comic book characters, movies, pop culture that you may love and that we might not love so much, that we may hate, and it burns you up on the inside. That's why it's called the hot takes. Now, CO, would you like to go first this week or would you like for me to go first? I'm going to go first this week. You want to go first? Because uh, I'm really excited about my hot take this week. Ooh, okay. Well, when she gets excited, <laughs> it's going to be a problem for somebody out there or some fans of a certain character. <laughs> CO, go ahead and take it away. Well, you know, we already kind of got on this topic uh, last week in our podcast because they are rebooting this franchise or bring it back. You talking about my turtles? Nope. You wish. Yeah, <laughs> they are doing a, I mean, I technically, they, they're saying a sequel, but um, a third part of the Ghostbusters universe. Oh, that's right. world, uh, I guess, trilogy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're taking it back. So I want to talk about the Ghostbusters. Okay, let's talk about the <laughs> Ghostbusters, man. One of my favorite teams, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> like uh, Jason mentioned last week, I'm a big fan. I love the Ghostbusters. Yeah, you are. I love uh, the classic films. Right. I uh, own a, <laughs> I own my own Ghostbusting suit. Yes, like you a do. Champ. Yeah. Um, and I have all of the IDW comics. I've for, seen about them. Ghostbusters. Yes, she showed me, guys. She is not lying. She I has am them. crazy about them. I've got the pop figures at my house. I've got mm. a tiny little Ecto. Yo, I got an Ecto too. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna bring it. Oh, I forgot to bring it so I could show it. So I could show it off so you could be impressed. But whatever, keep going. <laughs> but I want to talk about the team. Let's okay. talk about the team. All right, let's talk about that classic team um so everybody knows that egon is my favorite but nobody yeah. knows who my least favorite ghostbuster is okay and not only is he my least fo- favorite ghostbuster but in mm. my opinion he's the worst one he's he's a hack he's bad at his job mm. he needs to go back and do some training mm. um because uh he's not so good okay i'm talking about peter vankman <laughs> what? Peter Vankman? That's right. I'm talking about your baby. That's the leader. Come <laughs> on, man. I thought he was the leader. I think he's the leader. He's not. Peter Vankman is not the leader of the Ghostbusters? No, baby. <laughs> Who's the leader then? Who's Ray, the leader? Ray is obviously the leader of the Ghostbusters. What are you talking about? Ray? Are really? you serious? Yes. Ray? 
He he formed the team. He's like the reason why it's still going. I mean, just because you form it don't mean you the, the leader of it. Oh, okay. Well, tell Robin that. Ooh, who said that? <laughs> Continue. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really funny. Every time I talk to other Ghostbuster fans, it seems like everybody's favorite character is either Peter Venkman. Uh-huh. Um, or I usually I get a lot of Egon's, which is fair. Right. Um, because we're all nerds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Peter Venkman seems to be like the one that these little nerds look up to and want to be yeah. like him. He's suave. He gets the ladies. That's what it is, man. He's cool. You know what I'm saying? He gets the ladies, man. But, uh, Peter Fagman. Alice, I'm going to ask you a couple of standard questions, okay? Have you or any member of your family ever been diagnosed schizophrenic, mentally incompetent? My uncle thought he was St. Jerome. I'd call that a big yes. Are you, Alice, menstruating right now? What has that got to do with it? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Cool does not equal a good Ghostbuster. <laughs> well, you know what? You got it. All right. Well, check this out, though. Right? <laughs> Go ahead. If you're a leader out there, guys, or if you're, like, on a team, all right, are you going to follow? I mean, you want to have a person that's going to, like, lead the way, and they got to have that <laughs> attitude, you know, that cool. You know what it is? Confidence. That's no, what it is. That's not they it. like his confidence. <laughs> Even though, like you said, he might be bad at his job. He he's is. confident, though. He got that swagger. You know what it is about him that annoys me? What's that? Is he's full of himself. He's very That's egotistical. Like, he thinks he's the best. He thinks he's yeah. awesome. You know what it is? That's a good leader to me. It's not. That's not that is, ooh, ooh, you have a nerves. Ooh, you have a That's a good leader that to me. That is not a good leader. If anything, he 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 puts them in jeopardy all the time. Like, he, he got them on, he got them on the, on the radar with mm-hmm. the, um, what's his name? The, the Department of... What is it? Of health or whatever it was? Anyway. Oh, you mean that dude who was just, you know, trying to hate on him? But like, if he hadn't instigated, that guy wouldn't have come after them. Hey, man, you know what? People, haters gonna hate. You know, when you out here shining, (laughs) you know, you out here handling your business, and then some people gonna hate on it. Like, oh, these guys are so cool. Yeah, the Ghostbusters are cool. What? And what? And I'm confident. I got my boys. I got Egon. I got Ray. I got Winston. I got my boys. I got my team behind me. So yeah, I'll be the, I'll be the, (laughs) The uh, de facto <laughs> face of the team, because yeah, you're not. That, that's not doing nothing for nobody. That's that mean? is a cool idea and a strategy and attitude to have in the streets, but not in a business. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters are the streets. Oh my gosh, they anyway. help the people in the streets. I'm, yeah, keep going. <laughs> anyway, Peter Pagan is a terrible Ghostbuster. He doesn't even know how to use the freaking equipment. I mean, seriously, what? How can you be a Ghostbuster if you don't even know how to use your own equipment? You don't even know how to use your own proton pack. Hey, he doesn't even know how to investigate ghosts. I mean, like, when he encounters Slimer, he immediately messes that up and gets slimed. So, hey, that I was mean, a, that was the first time thing. Look, you got to understand. Oh my, but everybody, even so, after all of that, even all the ghosts after that, he acts like yeah. an idiot. He doesn't know how to handle them. He doesn't know the the, the makeup of them. He doesn't mm. know how to study them. He doesn't mm-hmm. know how to interact with them at all. Yeah, that's, you know, um, that's not his job. What else? What else? Um, he was a total skis. He's kind of a creep. I mean, he's hitting on his own clients. like, And they're in the beginning phases of their business. They need this lady's money to hey, make man. it. To keep hey. the to keep the lights on. Hey. I mean, they just had their they they used their last money on the Chinese food the night before, hey, and he's you know. already messing it up, forcing her way into forcing his way into her apartment, flirting with her when she's trying to tell him about this thing that tried to kill her. Oh wow, what? he's horrible. He's he's if anything a liability. Mm. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> 
Hey, man, for all of our <laughs> Peter Vakeman fans out there, that's Seal's hot take right there. You I know? hope Bill Murray's not listening to yeah, this. Yeah, he probably is. You know what, though? But I do, I will say this, I do have beef with Bill Murray because uh, Ghostbusters 3 should have been made. Yeah. We know this. And he was the only one that was holding out while everyone else that was down to do it in the 90s, they were all in, but he was the one. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I got I got a little beef with him about that. So I will give you that. But uh, Peter Vagman, man, that's tough. He's trash. Ooh. Sorry. Trash. Okay. Trash. <laughs> if, was... if anything, the only good thing about Peter Vagman uh-huh. was his characterization in the comics. But that was it. That's the only redeeming thing about his dumb character. Mm, and he's dumb? Yeah. He is dumb. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. The only stuff, like you pointed out, is that he he's a psychologist, so he knows human behavior. Exactly. But he, he's, he, he can even, talk. He can figure stuff out. He can, you know, study a person and be like, you know what? Uh, I don't believe that person. But, but even that, he like yeah. is bad at it. <laughs> like the what? only thing he's good at, he's bad. He like uses it to manipulate other people. It's horrible. He's horrible. He's hey horrible. man, and you know what? You know what? In a business, sometimes you need those people. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need those people to go in there and get your business up. So you might need a little bit of that. No, thank you. No. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that was CEO's hot take. Peter Vagman, trash. There you go. That's her hot take, ladies and gentlemen. Keeping it spicy. Now it's time for mine. And uh, I've heard that I've been a little too nice <laughs> with my hot takes. I've heard I've been a little too in eh about my hot takes, you know? I've been taking it easy. CEO's been over here just keeping it spicy and y'all saying I'm lukewarm in these streets? That's what it is? Huh? All right, so it's time for me to get into my evil bag. Oh, snap. All right, y'all taking me to the dark side, okay? And if y'all want me to go dark, I got some darkness coming. I got a dark side. I'm not always light. I got a little Darth Vader in me. You know what I'm saying? Got a little Anakin Skywalker in me. But check this out. So, as much as I love Marvel, right? I love the Marvel movies. I love all of them. You know, even the ones that some people may not like as much. I still rock with. I'm there day one. And we all know Marvel is now backed by Disney. And we talked about Disney a little bit, you know, with the Deadpool 3 situation. And uh, I've come to the conclusion that even though I love Disney's product as far as pushing out Marvel anyway, I know Star Wars fans aren't the biggest Disney supporters. I will say that Disney... Are they trustworthy? Ooh. I am nervous of Disney. I feel that Disney is Skynet in disguise. Now, for those of you who don't know who Skynet is, Terminators 1 and 2. Skynet, company that just takes over. Take over everything. And they make you feel good while they're doing it. And you know what? I feel good. But... I am afraid that Disney is taking over too much. You know, I love it. I love the the MCU, but a part of me is thinking, you know what? All it takes is one movie that may not do as well, and they might just go down that Disney, that dark hole where Disney just turns everything to super family friendly. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. Think about the kid shows or the kid actors that used to be on Disney. Where are they at now? Dang. There's only a few. Only a few making it. But eh, 
Their track record, it's a little iffy. We talked about, me and CEO had a little side conversation about some of the things they may have done secretly <laughs> in their parks. Little big conspiracies going on out here. And me being such a Marvel guy, love Marvel to death, I'm a little nervous that Disney is secretly taking over the world. That's right. Skynet, all of that. That mouse, mouse might be a little evil. But he's given us that entertainment. And I do love it. I love it too. (laughs) I love it too, guys. I mean, hey, I've gone to Disney World plenty of times. I want to go back. Me too. But is that a good thing? Yeah. They did raise their price to the park. It's astronomical now. It's like $115 for one person for like one day. Yeah. And Seal's wearing a uh, little <laughs> Disney shirt that's uh, a little twisted. <laughs> so that gave me inspiration. That Disney, yes, I rock with Disney, but I'm afraid of Disney at the same time. It's kind of like, I want to love you, but I don't know if I trust you. Can you handle my heart? You can handle my money, obviously. But my heart, though, I don't know. What's your thoughts, CEO? <laughs> Man, I, I, you know, I don't trust Disney. I, and it's sad. I love Disney. Uh, mm-hmm. I know I've said this before on the podcast, but I, you know, I, I went to school and studied animation. I wanted to be one of those kids, you know, working on Pixar, Disney films, like doing the 2D art, you know, yeah. doing the storyboards and stuff like that, character design. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, it's like the more research you do on Disney, the more you learn about its history or even its business practices. Um, it's just more shady stuff just comes up and up and up and up um, from what they did with Pixar. You know, even that was really shady um, to like you said, the stuff that happens even in the parks is like, whoa, you know, can really open your eyes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it feels like they're starting to kind of get a monopoly on things, you know, when they had um I mean, they have Marvel, they have Star Wars. I mean, what else, you know? They got Fox. Yeah, you know, they got Fox now. I mean, they've got so much stuff, and there's so much stuff that Fox owns, um, you know, like big franchises that we don't even think about that Mm -hmm. are, you know, suddenly going to be tied to Disney. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love Disney. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I really do. But I I agree. I just— Just don't trust it. They're getting too big. Right. And have way too much power. That's the scary thing. Um, That people don't even want to like question them when they do stuff that's kind of iffy. Yeah. Because I mean, this whole Disney Fox merger, of course, you know, us as comic book fans, we're excited because the MCU is that much closer to becoming whole, you know. But the one thing that we don't really talk about is, you know, when a company takes over another company, a lot of people are going to be losing some jobs. Yeah. You know, a lot of people who were, you know, big positions. I mean, if they're being overseen, those positions aren't needed anymore. Right. We already got an overseer, you know, so those people may be out of a job. But I mean, who's to say? I mean, it could be wrong. I mean, Disney's a big enough, you know, giant entity where they may be able to just like, no, we're cool. I mean, y'all can keep what y'all got. I mean, you know, that's best case scenario, hopefully. But at the same time, you know, Giant company like that just keeps taking stuff over. I mean, they got their app that I'm probably going to get. Actually, I know I'm going to get. I mean, that's kind of already in the bag right there. But yeah, that's uh, that's my hot take. I'm going to have hotter. But this one right here, I would say, yeah, 
Yep. Disney. Untrustworthy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. But you know what, though? I do like your shirt. <laughs> it's awesome, right? I do like your shirt. Actually, I want to give a little shout out to uh, this artist, Olivia Frankenstein on Instagram. They actually made this shirt. I okay. bought this at a convention. So, All right. Yeah, they're pretty cool. All right. got to take a pic so we can post it. You know what I'm saying? Tag them on it. Oh, yeah. They got to right. know that we were talking about their shirt and that we got conspiracy theories against Disney because of them. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Overrated. The most overrated people right now is any of the Justice League reboots, with the exception of Wonder Woman. The, all the rest of them, they can just pretty much just go in the trash can. All right, little CEO, before we wrap things up on another great issue of the comic section, we have another event that's coming to town, right? Speaking of Disney, this might be a Disney-themed issue the last few minutes, right? I dig it. I love it. Okay. What we got coming to town January 30th? Ooh, ooh, ooh. So, um, on Wednesday, if you are going to be in the Somerville area here in uh, South Carolina, the Oak Road Brewery is hosting a Disney trivia at their store. Mm. Uh, not store, I guess, brewery. Right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they do a trivia contest every month, usually on a Wednesday. Okay. Um, and this month's theme is Disney. So, if you feel like you are an expert on Disney, if you've watched every princess movie ever, if you've watched all the animated movies, definitely mm. want to check this out. It is going to be happening there from 6.30 to 8. 30. They're going to obviously have some home-brewed beers, which is awesome, but they'll also have a food truck, so you can have some noms yeah. while you're doing your trivia. Yo, who is your favorite Disney princess? Ooh, um, that's tough. Uh, it is a tie between okay. Jasmine and Pocahontas. Hey. <laughs> Jasmine How about and you? Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Those are great picks. Great picks. Great picks. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with recent one. I'm going to go with, uh, I believe, was it uh, oh, what is her name? Which one? Uh, Princess and the Frog. Oh, uh, the Frog Princess. Uh, Tiana. Tiana. That's what she it was. She was cute. I loved her little 20s outfits and stuff. Right? Flapper stuff. So, I actually never watched that movie. Oh, man. Well, you would love it. Um, her character, the reason why I love her character is because, like, she she was one of the princesses like like Mulan. I love her too. Yeah, she's Just, classic. Yeah, because, you know, I have mostly women in my family and, you know, little girls that. I want them to look at a, you know, a female character who just empowered. Yeah. And she had a vision. Taina had a vision of running her own business. You know, everyone's getting married or wanting her to get married and settle down. I'm like, no, I'll, I have a vision. I want to build my own business. This is what I want to do. And I'm going to do it. Aww. And she saw that thing through, man. So, yeah, I, I love that. So for her and uh, Mulan, she went to war. God, she was so she cool. She went to war, yo. She's like, what, I can't be in the army because I'm a woman? <laughs> what? Let me show y'all right now what time it is, man. So uh, speaking of, I'm looking forward to that movie. Looking forward to that. Oh movie. yeah, the live action. Yeah, yes. yeah. So speaking of Aladdin, mm -hmm. Aladdin live action. I'm excited about that too. I am too. Um, but yeah, you know, actually, Jasmine is like kind of closer to my first favorite. I really like. She was just fiery. No, I love Jasmine. She didn't take anybody's bull crap. Yeah. You know? Um. She tried really hard to save herself, but mm -hmm. <laughs> still need a little bit of help there. Um, and she was just so cute. I really liked her outfit. She always like the the blue. Obviously, was you know a classic look. But I actually liked the red villain outfit when mm. she was captured by Jafar. Yeah. But like her wedding dress and like the sequel. Oh my gosh, she was so cute. Yeah, all cosplay looks. There you go. <laughs> and you know what? I don't even like you know comparing too much because you know they're all great. Oh yeah. All a good thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, man. So, uh, definitely, if you know your princesses, if you know your Disney trivia, definitely 
hang out if you're in the Somerville area. You said Oak Road Brewery, right? Yeah. All right. They're really nice over there, too. Awesome. Sorry. <laughs> awesome. Okay. I'm about to hit that up, man. You know, I know a little bit. Not not a lot, but I know like the old school, like the nineties. Yeah. You know, and I think that's probably where they're gonna be yeah. a good bit of their I'm stuff. I'm sure like. they'll mine a lot of that. Yeah. Um so you feel like you could stand your ground? Uh <laughs> Hold your own. I think I can hold my own a little bit. <laughs> maybe. You know what I'm saying? Shout outs to uh, Donald Duck. Now, I don't think Donald Duck get his proper shine, but that's, you know, another story for uh, another day. Another day. You know what I'm saying? But speaking of another day, it's been a great issue. We will be back for another great issue next week. And uh, yeah, man, appreciate you guys for supporting us. Thank you for all the love. You know, the listeners keep going up. The, the counts of our plays keep going up. And again, you can Check us out all over on all streaming apps, man. We're now on TuneIn. We're also on Stitcher. And, of course, Apple iTunes. We're on Google Play, SoundCloud, of course, Spotify. And we are all over the place. And, again, shout-outs to all of our fans out there from the States and outside of the States. We thank you so much. And, again, make sure you follow us all over social media at the comics section. And, uh, yeah, man, and also email us at comicsectionpodcast at gmail.com. It's been another great issue. Number eight, wrapping up with the comic section. I am Jason. This is Lucio. And we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. You got a question, a comment, you want to let them know how you feel? You can shoot them an email, comicsectionpodcast at gmail.com. You can get at Little CEO on Facebook and Instagram at Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay and on Twitter at Cut It Out Comics. And you can get at Jason on Facebook and IG at J Rock That's the letter J R O C D A M I C. Editorial content in this issue of the Comic Section Podcast was used by the following dot-coms, Nerdist, Comic Book, Den of Geek, CBR, Netflix, Sci-Fi, Screen Rant, ComingSoon.net, and HeroesOnline.com. And the following YouTube channels, Marvel Entertainment, Sony Pictures Entertainment, Warner Brothers Pictures, and Netflix. Issue number eight, El Ocho, was produced and edited, or I should say edited and produced, because you got to edit it before you can produce it. I, mean, I guess you could do it simultaneously, but whatever. Anyway, RedmanActual.com. Redman Actual. Audio. Production. Voice. Redman Actual.